0: Hi there, my name's Jane Anderson and this is the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. It's the podcast for experts who want to have greater impact, influence and income for their businesses and careers. As experts, we know that people buy from people and work with people who they know, who they like and who they trust. So I'm so glad you're here because it's that time again now to really amplify how you show up in the world. Hi there, and welcome to the Jane Anderson Show. I am so thrilled that you are here. This is part of the COVID 19 special series where I'm interviewing very special guests who I know and love and love working with, and I wanted to introduce you through uh, this challenging time. Uh, as you know, uh, the areas that I specifically work in are uh, branding and personal branding, content creation and tribe building and really building a culture within your tribe and your community. And today's guest is absolutely one of the gurus that I wanted to introduce you to who knows how to not only build an extraordinary culture but keep it in a crisis and be able to lead it in a crisis. So our guest today, uh, I've done the introduction, but uh, as you know, I wanted to introduce you to the one and only our very special guest, Sam Pearce. Yay! <laughs> It's a round of applause from everyone. Sam, can you hear them all? They're going.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you very much, Jane. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, Just such a lovely introduction. Um, I hope I do you proud. No.
0: Here we are. Always. It's so daunting, isn't it? And I really acknowledge you for that because there's you know we interview guests a lot who are out in you know their own businesses and doing these things all the time but you know when you're um within an organization sometimes you know you most of your time is so focused on your team you don't often get to do something like this so we and you know we're often so busy that we can't always get your time to do it so i'm so grateful i know you've pulled in a lot of areas at the moment and we are right in the thick of this crisis so um super grateful for your time and uh i know you've uh, and the reason why i asked so for those who are going on so um i'll let sam share a little bit of her story but i've worked with sam for some time she's got an extraordinary team that she works with at the my group and the reason why i asked sam to come on is because what sam does at my group is she is the the if you like the the custodian if you like of culture in the organization and how she runs it and uh And she is the benchmark or the standard when I'm out talking to organisations and uh, I often think of Sam and the team at the My Group of how they do this. And I thought, you know what, how have you done this transition over into remote working? I think there's lots of lessons for us in that today that I want to explore, Um, just how you, a bit of your journey. And then... Um, the things that are working really well I know we're kind of early in this game so um, there's lots of lessons for all of us to learn I thought what an opportune time to catch you and and uh and you're always so generous in your knowledge so thanks for jumping on so um Sam so I'll let you take the stage so tell us a bit about your role uh the my group and um and what it does and your role there and how you how you've created this amazing business there
1: Uh, So I started at ICD Property in 2013, so uh, we've had our 10-year anniversary uh, recently, uh, and I was recruited as the admin and HR manager probably for about a team of 12. Mm. Um, We now have uh, three or four companies. Um, We have uh, 40 staff members and we've got new businesses spinning off all the time. So um, it's uh, yeah, it, it's been an incredible journey. Um, I thought as a practice manager in the legal industry for sort of 15 years, that was my background. I thought I'd probably almost peaked at my career. Uh, I saw this ad come up, but I studied property and thought, well, I'd love to sort of segue into a bit more of a different career with the HR Thought I could um, – probably have some talent in that area. And mm. really from the first day, um, feedback was I was uh, born to do this role and it's so mm. lovely to, um, to have that feedback and to have it as a as surprise and definitely a, a career opportunity. Just didn't realise how much uh, HR I would be doing when I stepped into it. It really, it, uh, to, to probably, I left ICD or actually transitioned from ICD property to the my group. Just hmm. uh, just over twelve months ago, um, hmm. and it, yeah, it is interesting now. Um, the admin has gone. Um, the hate—it's just purely HR now. So, um, a very interesting journey over that last six and a half years. Um, but I have to say, um, twelve months into uh, working for the group, um, it was only ICD property at the start. Then um, the managing director, Michael Mai. I decided he was going to create a a number of startups. So uh, my capital was born. It was it um, was it was back in those days a private. Uh, equity venture capital type firm, um, and uh, it has since evolved into an investment, more of an investment uh, company, uh, funds management. We also, uh, about the same time, created a foundation, my foundation, and that's yes. a venture philanthropic foundation committed to supporting the empowerment of young people through social enterprise, and we're very, very proud of that. Mm. Uh, so, they're the, the two companies. We've also had other little spin-offs along the way, but um, there's the – and obviously the family office, which I've just moved into 12 months ago, and that's been yes. set up to look after the, the family members. So, uh, again, a very, very different journey. Um, and when I talk about family members, it's just not uh, the family. It's also the key leaders within the companies, the the, the key stakeholders, um, mm-hmm. the directors. So, uh, one big happy family.
0: Yeah, you've got quite a unique model, particularly with your family office and just your approach with, with the leaders is you definitely see them as part of that uh, the model, the business model, is that they're very integrated. So hence the word family really is literally family, like you really Absolutely. are becoming this um, the way that the business model works.
1: Absolutely. We need to, um, we work on succession. Uh, well, that's primarily my job to, um, yes. you know, create a succession plan. So, um, our managing director and chairman, Michael Mike can go off and follow his passions and that he's got these uh, young um, key executives coming up to take his place within the companies. It's an extraordinary. Yeah. Opportunity, um, such a rare thing, particularly for non-family members to cut co- to come up through this business, and 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 really, they take such ownership, um, such pride, yes. uh, you know, in their journey to step up as leaders. It's it, it can be quite challenging to to take on that role from um, from a man who's so entrepreneurial and has carved, um, you know, his place in in the My Group world, and so yes. for these senior leaders coming up, I mean, they really have to create a new identity um yes. and you know it's it's awesome to see uh that the challenges and the opportunities that come from that um so yeah uh, that's my job supporting these yeah. uh, stakeholders and, and the family
0: and michael yeah, you know, has such a commitment to People. I think, you know, he's obviously identified that in you when with, with, what he was after when you came on board. You have, did you say um, you have for every team member, You for every seven team members is a HR person, is that right? Yeah, absolutely,
1: a HR professional. So we, um, we don't just say what we do. We yeah. actually do, you know, we, we do everything we say we're going to do. We're very, very authentic.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to get you on because... You know, and when we talk about authenticity, because I've done, you know, obviously personal branding with your teams and I've done personal branding with a lot of other teams and organisations and in particular leaders, and we talk a lot about authenticity and when it shows up most. And um, and so a big part of that is a crisis certainly shows a brand up pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, if it's authentic and real, and if they've in particular have done the work, and if they're really living to their values, and if leaders are really living to their values, which is driven by the culture that you set, and that you set with Michael, you know, that's years of work that that takes. And then you hit a moment like this in COVID-19, where people are dispersed they're are working from home like you've got a completely different way of working um can you walk us through uh, uh like at what point did you decide uh you know like well I mean certainly your values a big part of your values let me go back to values for a sec big part of your around your values are uh, you know innovation is obviously innovation and people are probably the two big things would that be right Oh, absolutely. There's a number of others, but um,
1: yes. but I, yes, absolutely.
0: They're the two big things I always think about when I think yes. about my group. Yes. And so can you walk us through, because there's a lot of people, and I'm going to be sharing this with people, to say have a listen to what Sam has done at the My Group. Of Here's, here's a great example of how this is done. So could you walk us through a little bit with COVID-19 what you've done so far, like at what point did people start working from home, how how has that affected culture and what have you done to sort of manage that process, I suppose? Uh, I know it's early days, we're like a month in, we are still got a long road to go, but there's so many lessons in it even just now for those who are trying to get their head around it. Um,
1: so, I think it's fair to say that we're very, very passionate ab- about our people. Our people are number one. In mm. fact, um, with COVID-19, our goal um, is looking after um, the staff and the, their family members, um, mm. looking after their safety and their well-being. That's our absolute number one goal. Okay. Um, we're not, um, I mean, I know there's lots. Of, there's money, there's all sorts of other factors, the business, mm. but we have nothing if we don't uh, put our people first. Mm. Um and so we talk about family. When we talk about family, it, it it includes our consultants. It's 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 a big network, but it's a very close network. And it's the network that we've been working with for uh, quite some time. We have had family days. Um, you know, we have um, the children in the office. Um, we have our consultant parties. I mean, everybody wants to come to one of our consultant parties. Um, <laughs> it, it is. I mean, they're amazing. Um, but it's, we're, not, we're, we're actually working very authentically. We, we wanted them close before in the good times and we want them close now in the crisis
0: right and because you've got quite a young workforce so you've got quite a lot of millennials working in your team like the you know the average age of a team member in your organization is quite young and so they haven't necessarily seen a crisis perhaps like this before so um so what are you finding is the sentiment are they they just sort of, um, you know, I guess a big part of it is looking to you and yourself and Michael because you've been through some pretty tough crises yourself in the past, but um, what, what are you noticing, particularly because you've got quite a young workforce? So
1: um, initially when we saw the outbreak of um, outbreak of COVID in China, um, you know, we were just watching the developments and um, there's a significant portion of our team um, that uh, that are Chinese and yes. uh, or a, of Asian descent yes. um, and we were looking to, at, at them firstly to see how they were coping and you know we just always want to make sure that we're looking after our staff and you know making sure that their environment um, is the best that it can be to support them and we just saw a few small things creep in you know there was just a you know the conversations were starting to be had about the crisis um, but um it, it, so we we decided um, well actually it, it was just one day um, I think it was the 10th of March uh, 10th of yeah, 10th of March um, yes. I was sitting there in my office having a meeting in the morning and um, the managing director Michael my came in and said Sam I want you to come to a meeting straight away uh, what we need to start working on the coronavirus um, and what we're going to do for the company and for the staff and so I pretty much um, at that time, Stood up, cancelled my meeting, just finished it off and walked in and um, and then, you know, by, well, that was like 10 o'clock in the morning and by 5 o'clock that night, uh, Michael was once again addressing the staff saying, okay, guys, we're going remote now, we're going to go in early, we're going to give it a try and actually we're going to do some remote working and it it might be the way of the future. We might not come back to the office ever. It's not just about the crisis. It's it's actually about, you know, the new world of work and, you know, this is, you know, we're going to give it a go.
0: Yeah. And what was the response? Yeah.
1: Well, actually, the the response was... um, the staff took it really really well and I think that's because of the way we handled it um mm-hmm. at the initial meeting um that I had with Michael in the morning we talked about it and then what we did is we went in our own separate ways and spoke with the directors mm-hmm. and then the directors had a briefing during the day taking mm-hmm. their uh, staff aside sorry I had a little visitor there. that's okay no, that's
0: <laughs> <alright>. <laughs> oh, I, 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 this is COVID-19 this is a new world of work <laughs> uh,
1: absolutely and so um, the directors <laughs> Uh, took their staff aside in each of the companies uh, sorry, and, um, and they just sat them down calmly and said, this is what it means to you. This is what, uh, this is how we think we're going to approach it. Uh, we mm-hmm. can have a meeting at five o'clock this evening um, and uh, Michael will, you know, give us a go ahead. So um, by the time that we had the, the meeting at five o'clock, everyone was, had already been semi-briefed and we really needed to hear it from the top. Uh, yes. to get that it was really important. Uh, to yes. hear it, uh, at, at all levels and have yes. the group come together and hear it as one.
0: Yes. And um, you've got a visitor. Hello.
1: <laughs> this is your yes. daughter, yes? This is my daughter, Alisa, and I Hi, gave super that she could stay, <laughs> stay out in the land room and play, <laughs> but <laughs> she's come for a visit. Yes. Oh, so,
0: it's lovely to have you. So um, yes. you I think there's... <laughs>
1: I will ring Alicia shortly, I
0: promise. Okay, right. <laughs> Lots of promises. So <laughs> Lots of promises. Yes. Um, and so you brought, So you called your team together. So so just to yes. recap, you called your team together Correct. early. You were yes. calm, proactive. Yes. Um, you already had a, a really great culture in place already. So the team took that and um, to go, okay, well, you know, this is this is how we're working we're going to go and do that you had that decide it was the the decision to do that was made fairly quickly and just to mobilize everybody and do it and so you're now a month into this process um what are you noticing uh what are you learning what are your insights what what's happening for your leaders and your teams uh how are you going because a lot of people only <laughs> just, just started this this week. Correct,
1: uh, correct. Yeah. So, um, so when we went out, it was um, it was firstly about uh, remote working. So, how do we uh, set out okay. ourselves to work from home? Um, it wasn't so much about the virus. There were not not right. that many cases. Um, so, we had this freedom to explore what remote working was. Um, before the coronavirus and before, you know, this whole thing about lockdowns and, um, you know, all that yucky stuff. So we had probably yes. three or four days to go home and um, and have a bit of a play, um, have a look at our technology, see whether, you know, well, actually, even before we, we went remote, we had set up a, a OneDrive. We had um, been using right. VPN previously, but we knew okay. that it had been a Bible. We've we've actually been working one day a week probably for the last eighteen months uh, from home. Um, right. It was an, and most of us had taken it. Um, I, however, had not done that that much. So um, when I got home, I'd set myself up on the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit messy, but I could sort of yeah. do it during the day. It, it sort of worked for a few yes. days. I had to pack up at night and then sort of get the dinner ready and it became became a bit daunting, you know, after that three or four days. And I thought, gee, there yeah. must be a better way than this. And then the realization yeah. hit that actually no, we're not re- we're not working remotely. It's more than that. We're actually yes. working from home. This is the new, this is the business working from yes. home. What yeah. am I doing sitting at the table with my laptop? <laughs> <laughs> I just oh anyway, um, yeah. So I went out fairly quickly and then got myself um, a monitor. Um, I searched around the house and um, got myself a desk and yes. in the kitchen. So I'm <laughs> still in the hub of the activity, but I can still get work done now. I've got not lo- lovely bright light. Um, you know, I've got all the bits that I needed to make myself efficient and, well, seemingly efficient, more efficient yes. than on the on the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it really helped once I... Uh, decided that I had ownership over my space, my mm. and, um, you know, my ability to really take on the new role uh, working mm. from home. Um, I, I probably got like maybe, you know, another 20 or 30% increase. And to be honest, we haven't really had great efficiencies working from home, not, not right. probably for the first week or two. There are so many challenges in this uncertain, um, you know, world. Every day you wake up to something a little bit new. You think the day, you go to bed that night, you think, I've got it under control. Yes. I'm right to be productive the next day. And then the next day comes and then there's more news and, you know, and you go, oh, okay, so what do I do today? And so, you know, we had to kind make a decision um, and I think each and every one of us did this about what was important for us to complete on the day and sometimes it was family and sometimes it was work
0: right yeah there's a real um uh, you know there's almost that how do I there's a big part of it self-care isn't it self-care self-management because because if you're a leader like you're physically not there to see if somebody is struggling like it's Correct. not like at work where you can pick up if someone doesn't see themselves that day or Correct. you know Correct. so um like you say is that that issue today could be okay actually family need my space and my time today I've got to park a few things and um so how has that worked as if have you found that I mean like is it because um, I guess there's some who might be listening that are thinking. Yeah, how do you know that you're still getting the best out of people? How do I know whether to trust people? They're going to do their job. Um, you know those types of things. I'm imagining some of those questions had come up, perhaps. With your um, team? Well, no, whatnot. actually,
1: they, they haven't. No, you know, the interesting mm. thing, is if you go back to our goal, it's mm. looking after the staff, looking after their families and um, the safety and well being. And right. if you think about that, if you put people first, if you can't build them up, and make sure they're confident and have psychological safety how can you expect them to be effective and productive so right. i think you've got to you, you've really got to look at uh, what your staff needs set them up yes. set them up for success right and then let, let them run and sometimes that means uh, you've got to be you've got to be flexible
0: right
1: so, so that's what we've done we trust our staff we we um, have no expectation except that they will do their best every single day and I think that's all that you can hope for
0: yeah yeah I agree because we we we're just in such unprecedented times we don't know what you know and what the best thing about hearing that about you saying that is because you're such an innovative organization and you are as a human being and so you know what I'm hearing is is that you can do all the innovation in the world you like but unless people feel safe unless they feel like they're looked after they're cared for is it? you're not going to creativity it it will come later don't worry about that and if that's part of people's jobs what that will come but that's that's not the priority right now is what I'm hearing is what I'm hearing is is that we've just got to make sure that our people are okay that they feel safe that the um the, the psychological safety the trust that we trust you it's up to you and uh, you, only you know where you're at with what you need, We, where obviously you're doing a lot to start, sort of stay connected to them, um, but you're prioritising them as human beings as opposed to the work is what I'm hearing first. That's correct. That's
1: absolutely correct. And um, for those businesses out there that are sort of a questioning, well, how can you have that high trust? You yeah. know, you've gone out, you're working remotely. We have worked on trust since the day that I started, probably, uh, probably even beforehand. Right. Um, a trust is is basically the first pillar that you have to work on. Uh, without trust, mm. you've got nothing. Um, mm, so yeah. uh, we've already started off with very, very, very high trust. Yes, um, and we have a very open feedback. We have very vulnerable managers. Yes. Um, we, we know that um, efficiency is something that we are struggling with. Um, yes. And when, and when we say efficiency, it's an efficiency that we're comparing to that we had in the office.
0: Right, yes.
1: And I keep, and I keep sort of saying to the staff, it's it's different. You've got to reassess. Different. You've got, um, you know, you uh, different distractions at work. But, yeah. you know, you've also got so many opportunities. You've got uh, flexible work arrangements. So you can start at 6 o'clock, you can start at 8 o'clock, you can start at 10 o'clock. Mm. It just means that it might be at the other end of the day that you're that you you're needing to work. You don't have to stay uh, working that 9 to 5. But in yes. saying that, um, with our different companies, they've all yes. chosen the way that they think works best for them Yes. so one, one of our companies my capital is actually working nine to five um okay. fairly structured it's a fairly uh, new team and yes. yet um icd property is extremely flexible and you know you can work all night and have all day okay. off if that's what you want and it doesn't oh. matter because right. it's about how you uh how you work um how you get your work done yes it's completely up to you sorry yes. Jane. no that's okay that's fine. You can get. I can go and get it. It's a spider. There's a spider. <laughs> Don't get the spray in the cupboard and go and spray it. Don't get the spray in the cupboard. It's a bit of a treat. She's loving this. I think. Um, I think so. Okay. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, it's always the curiosity, isn't it? The screen and going. Oh, you get to see yourself and the technology and and. Uh, And that's even interesting in itself. Like, you you know, for a lot of people, I think, so I love that. So I love that uh, trust was that you had a lot of that in place already because that's something that's been such a big priority for so long. Yes, it has. Um, Focus on psychological safety and uh and care and that people uh we talk a little bit about this for those who are listening if you want some references for some of this work um matthew lieberman who's written the book social he's done a number of tedx talks and he talks about um the foundations of being able to build high performance teams is the absolute foundation um is belonging And people need to have that sense of belonging, psychological safety, trust and care. And so if they've got that, then we can start to build on that. But we can't do anything. We can't run before we can walk. I've got to make sure we can just walk first. So you've focused on that, which is terrific. Um, For others who talk about it, Patrick Lencioni in his work uh, in The Advantage um, talks about that. That's the absolute foundation And then, um, and so then now you're starting to talk about, now they're starting to go, okay, their awareness around their own personal productivity. So they're asking you questions, uh, you know, how do I, and like you said, is that you're comparing apples to oranges, is that the productivity that you had in the workplace is completely different. So it's not a matter of using those same principles. We've got to find, you just got to find a different way and flexibility in finding that way. And, and really it's about piloting it.
1: Right, trying things. I mean, right, who's, to, who's to say that well, um, just because we do this, do we have the expectation that it's going to be 100% successful? Right. I mean, you know, like how often do we start a new project and we get it right the first time? Okay. I mean, we just don't have that expectation. We expect that over time we will get better and better and that's why we went early. We yes. want to nail this. Yeah, yeah. We want to yeah.
0: nail it.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And.
0: Sorry, Sam, go ahead.
1: Um, I was also going to say um, the other piece about that expectation is that when we were a young company, there was a lot that we didn't know, we didn't have the answers, um, and we've actually, we're reusing that experience now through the crisis to say, well, actually, we've been there, we've survived, we've covered that, we're back there again. Why Mm. would why would we think any less than um, we're going to make it through? We've actually got a a lovely phrase called surviving is winning in crisis and we really want to survive because we've been there, we've been through tough times, we've been through, you know, times where we didn't know what the answers were, we're back there again and, you know, we're setting ourselves up um, with the belief that we will come through um, and it will be even bigger and better, um, you know, when it's over. At, yes. who, and who knows when it's going to be over? But we're certainly going to give it a good crack.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's you know, just the focus on focus on here, the focus on survival, and yeah. the focus. is um, Let's gets just get through to the other side, and the focus Correct. on care, the, the two big things, which is all that trust and psychological safety. Um, yeah. So not expecting people to become, you know, these ridiculously high performers when you're going hold on we're just trying to survive so exactly right just
1: reframe it right. um, be realistic um, mm. with the situation that that, that we're dealing with mm. um, and and the staff are so appreciative that we care that we understand mm. and in return there's nothing that they wouldn't do for us yes. um, and it's really really interesting that you might say well how do you know all of this how yeah. do you know? Um, and that's because we've got this great um, feedback culture, um, right. and and so uh, one of the, the early things that I did was start a, a daily update, Right. Um, and I think uh, as you know, I'm the most mature person in the company. I am working for a, uh, you know working with a lot of younger people, yes. um, and. Um, Again, they sometimes look up to me, particularly in tough times or times of crisis mm. or times of governance and, and IP. And so I started mm. this uh, daily update. Um, mm. And so for the first three or four days, I'm you know sending this email out to the whole group and I have a, a heading of uh, like a bit of a warm introduction, letting them know, you know, maybe what to think about today, have latest to mm. Um, and I bring in a few stats we talk about um, like we, we supply a, a link to the federal government's um, uh, feedback or initiatives the press conferences the state government and also um, the coronavirus spread then yes. I, in the memo or the email I also um, like to add some positive some positive um, tips a day like keep it really lighthearted. and yeah. so I but so for three or four days I was doing this and I'm thinking, no-one's coming back. There's no feedback. Why am I right. doing this? This, right. this is like I intuitively I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And it wasn't till day five or six I suddenly got a flood of emails in my inbox saying, gee, Sam, this is such a great initiative. Can you please keep going with these updates? They are really helping us get wow. through the day. And this is where we found out that the staff are not as efficient as they want to be so um, I, I wrote a beautiful piece um, about um, productivity and be kind to yourself and get done what you can get done during the day but if there's something that you need to do and and, in, and if you need to do it but nobody really nobody else understands it and it might even yes. be personal. Go yes. and do it because you're going to make yourself feel better and you come back and then, you, you know, um, because we are yes. talking about times of crisis and, you know, people stockpiling food. There was, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty about what we could, you know. So yes. um, so that, that was really interesting. And um, one of the managing directors, uh, Matt Koo, came mm-hmm. in and replied to my daily update and he shared a personal experience how he was having um, difficulty with, with his efficiency. Now, we're talking about... The MD. And if he can be vulnerable and share that with the staff, then they also that allows them permission to be okay. They don't have to be perfect, but they all want to work together to increase that efficiency. I mean, they just have it in them. They just want to go, go, go. Yeah. Um, But I don't want them to have that guilt. I want them want them just to take take it as they as they as they go um, work out the distractions and then you know in a month's time we're going to be having a very different conversation
0: yes yeah yeah I think we're all finding our way and you know what you've done is the foundations you've set and this is a big part of your culture is like you said the vulnerability as as Lencioni talks about in his work Mm. is you can't you can't get the only way you can get trust is to create vulnerability it's it's for lead and for leaders to be vulnerable so not only yes. have you set the tone with that over so long but the uh, the MD, like Matthew, being able to say that and show, that's such an incredible leadership skill to be able to open that up because everyone else goes, oh, thank God, it's not just me. I don't feel and they're, and they're, you know, that's right. the relief.
1: <laughs> the relief, that's exactly right, yeah. Yes. Um, the other thing we found with the daily updates is that um, there was a lot of hype that was upsetting our staff. Uh, right. from, you know, the news in the mornings, there was this constant yes. flow, and they didn't know what to believe. There was just all sorts of stories are going around. There's lots of stuff on Facebook. Mm. Um, and, and I found that quite a few of our staff were feeling very unsettled. And so with my daily update, again, the same links from the federal government, the state government. Um, and so what I found after probably maybe a week, a week and a half, is that they stopped watching the news. It was depressing. They were sensationalising um, right. a lot of the virus. And um, it's not good for productivity. No. So um, the feedback to me was that keep going with the updates because we don't need to go in the into the outside world and a, 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 and have to deal with, you know, things that are out of, out of our control. Yes. What is in our control is to go into this email every day, have a look, and you'll tell us what's important and we'll focus on that. Okay, and, Found that that was um, you know it it helped with their self care. Yes. It helped with their psychological safety. Um, they knew exactly what management or senior management were thinking and right. uh, where they needed to focus.
0: Right. Yeah, I love
1: that back back into the family.
0: Yeah, because you know it's about, it, Yeah, you're right. It's feeling like I go. I'm out in the wild and I'm seeing all this yes. stuff. And you go. You belong with us. You belong yes. here you're okay, you're safe, yes. and yes. oh, I can breathe, reduce the anxiety. And, I mean, even just the power of that in reducing unproductive time, just purely in anxiety, fear, yes. stress, um, is that you, we talk a lot about um, leaders, the future of work, which is here <laughs> certainly yes. well and truly now, is um is the leader's got to be the sense maker? Is it by I love your daily update. I think that I think there's a lot of lessons learned in that because it creates the uh, it's like a warm blanket, isn't it? Like in in Absolutely. the cold like Mm -hmm. it settles everything keeps me warm and I feel like I'm going to be okay and now I can think about other things because I know everything is okay so now I can think about okay what have I got to do with this person's thing or have I got to bring one of my team it's like I love that like you said it settles everything Um, and like you said I think there's a lot of um, leaders out there who feel like uh, I know um, and I do quote Patrick a lot in the comms work, particularly because we do a lot of content creation for leaders and one of the things that people come up and he talks about it a lot is that leaders feel like um No one's paying attention to me. You know, why should I put this content out? Why should I even bother? People aren't paying attention. Or they feel like their concern is that they're being patronising. So they kind of go, a lot of leaders that I work with will say, well, they can find all this stuff out anyway. They can go onto the government website. They could go and find those things, but they don't. And so... As a leader, you're the curator of all that, and that, and the sense maker and the translator. It's like you're in another country yes. at the moment, so you've got to be the translator, and you're the one source of truth. Okay? Yes. I don't have to worry about all that. I just got to listen to what you have to say. So, I think that's such a valuable thing for leaders to hear. Um, so, a uh, great work, and and I love that you said you heard nothing for a while, and then suddenly. Yes. Uh, because yes. of course, we're waiting for immediate feedback and because we don't hear immediate feedback, we go, oh, well, it mustn't be working, so I'll just stop it. Um, so exactly, that's but
1: we're, we're very fortunate to work with leaders that are, again, so trusting. Um, yes. We are empowered and, yes. um, you know, if you really dig dive into dig deep dive into your intuition and, you know, you trust that you're doing the right thing, you're allowed that space and and that is actually what allowed me to continue to keep going day after day, knowing or believing that I was, you know, um, helping. Yes. um, and you just you just have to believe in yourself if you yeah. if you know it and like you said Jane I've been through uh, crisis before you know yeah. there's been a lot of there's a lot of water under the bridge with the you yeah. know from from growing up um, just with yes. life experiences yes but, um, I don't feel like um, if I get it wrong that my world is going to be rocked like right. I have in such high trust that they'll go she'll get it right yeah you know, if, it's not quite right. We'll probably just give her a bit of a nudge, but yeah. you know, in, in this instance, um, uh, all the nudging I'm getting now is like just keep, keep just keep, keep going. going. Yeah, absolutely. Keep yeah. Telling us what to
0: do because <laughs> we don't know. No, that's right. Exactly. And Sam, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Lots of lots of. Um, things we can learn from that in our own communities, regardless of whether you're, uh, some people say to me, Oh, but I'm not in an organization. And I say to them, but these are your, these are your customers. So cu- your customers are part of your tribe and your community. You know, your job is to, you know, show them the way, be the leader. You're the area of expertise in your space. How does this work in a crisis? Cause that's why they've worked, That's why they've customers they've bought from you because they, they were trying to work with you. Um, Sam, um, what other things have you done? I mean, that's that's even set. We talk uh, when we're building culture, as you know. We talk about uh, what are the rituals that we create um, that part a uh, big part of that culture, and so this is kind of almost created a new ritual that was not necessarily there in a face-to-face environment that you've found has worked to keep people connected. Are there any other rituals that you've found that maybe have translated across but maybe in a different way or um, with your teams?
1: Absolutely. That is actually um, from our chairman, Michael Mai. He said to me probably at day one, um, we have the most amazing culture that will Mm. be threatened uh, from the beginning. Um, your yes. job is to make sure that you translate everything that we do in the office. Um, can you make it go virtual? Uh, what is it that right. we do well in culture? Identify that, and then and then bring that across to the new platform. So okay. um, so you know th- it doesn't happen in one day. Um, no. So what I thought we'd do was just pick off a few really big items that uh, staff loved, and one of their daily rituals was to meet in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. At lunchtime, and and do the quiz in the mm-hmm. newspaper, um, and so we sort of gave that a bit of a thought, and straight away we thought, okay, Zoom invite everybody. Um, we'll have a virtual meeting. We'll do the quiz together. We'll have a bit of a chit chat, um, and that's all great, except that I jumped on yesterday. Uh, we've got a theme day. Everyone's um it is it is a lot of fun i mean you know icd uh at this icd property are actually pushing um this initiative um quite extensively um with the, with the quiz um but i have to say my capital our other company mm. is, uh, is also uh they have a twist on on their lunchtime um uh uh sorry it's okay no i will ring in a minute I will ring as soon as I get off, I promise. I promise, and I'll go out with you. <laughs> so, um, so, sorry, please, please. Um, the answer's going to be no if you can't leave me for another 10 minutes. You can go, but when I finish, please. No, you can't knock on his door. Off you go, please. Thank you. Um, sorry, Jane. So what's okay. interesting? So what's interesting, and this gets in, this gets back to the culture uh, of the teams. Um, yes. they each have different personalities. So, um, you know, my capital um equally has a uh, uh, a lunchtime um Zoom meeting, and yes. there's structured a little bit different so they have lots of chit chat um they sit together and have lunch they go over you know uh, personal things their children kind of pass by in the background um yeah. they talk about all sorts of things but one thing that they have uh, implemented is ted talks so right. uh, so uh, they they're a little little more introverted um, yes. than some of our, our other companies, and yes. I love that they they own who they are and right. they want to be productive um, yes. and make the most of getting together. And so they've taught themselves how to share screens with Zoom. Um, it's it's just lovely. And like to add to that point about this software, um, one of the things that I found um, across the whole group is their, um their passion and positivity to um, to be able to navigate uh, new uh, new ideas, or you know, let, let me give you an example because I'm explaining so yes. properly. So, um, so Zoom is a really great example. So we haven't used it all that much, yes. um, and what we like to do is delve in and have a bit of a play with all the functions. And uh, there was a meeting recently, a group meeting. And mm-hmm. uh, all these backgrounds kept popping up, all these virtual <laughs> backgrounds. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, this is, this is awesome. And so now everybody knows how to do virtual backgrounds. Yes. Um, You know, and again, we use our, our WeChat, our messaging system. Um, and, you know, we're into screenshots and, you know, the banter that goes on. I mean, this is what, this is I love our culture. I love yeah. that, you know, we really enjoy, um, you know, adding adding to our toolkit um, yes. how to navigate uh, the virtual world. I mean, just because it's we're in a great, crisis and we can't have some fun with it and we can't stop. I mean, we're still learning.
0: Yeah. And it just creates so much of that bonding experience to you know to be able to say well we're all in this together we're all learning things that we go geez I didn't know that look what this does and you know um, like you said the virtual backgrounds I, I I've yeah. done Zoom for ages but I didn't even know about virtual backgrounds because so many I've interviewed so many people who've got like offices set up and everything and I and I was like why are you in San Francisco? And they're like, <laughs> I'm not. It's the virtual background. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> like, didn't Absolutely. the flights get cancelled out of Australia? Why are you there?
1: So <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> so so Jane, I want to share this uh, great uh, quote that I found, and this is this speaks very highly to what we're talking about. And, you know, it's Winston Churchill's quote, quote and it says, yes. never let a good crisis go to waste. Oh, how
0: good is that? It's, yes. it's so true, isn't it? It's It
1: is, it is. So true. Yeah. We're going to find a silver lining in, in everything that we do.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and that's been the joy of working with you is regardless, I think that's, you know, just the energy that you radiate, that Michael radiates and all your team is that there's no doubt about it is that you've set the tone from the top and that's been a long time and that's all going to come back and serve you well. It already is. Uh, And I think, you know, crises are, We talk about, as we said before, your brand shows up most when things are going wrong and and crises are always opportunities. So um, it's, uh, I think what you've done really well already is you've got a team in behind you that everybody's got that same mindset and, uh, you know, that'll just carry it. So you, I think sometimes as leaders, we can feel like we're trying to carry all that ourselves but um you've you've laid the foundation so um so i love that so you've got you got so lessons so far is that you got in early and for some listening they might be go oh we're way too late for that so (laughs) that's okay but good to know for next time because you know it's just paying attention and moving early um you had a great uh, creating trust psychological safety connection sense of belonging um having low expectations for people um and not putting pressure on them right now the goal is to survive it's not to innovate and create all this all amazing stuff that you are so known for which is i, I love that which is come back to compassion come back to family come back to patience understanding yes. and then uh next lessons I'm hearing are around culture is what are the things that I, what I loved was that you had the brief to be able to take the things that were already working and how do you translate those over into um, the, the digital but you're also using your own intuition to around what just felt right uh, with your own communications because there's some things that are in the digital space that don't necessarily translate over into the face-to-face in a crisis so, absolutely and so I- this I- is a new one yeah.
1: And we were talking about having such a young team um, yes. and again, um, you know, being a bit more senior in the organisation, it's that having that trust yes. because we don't talk the same language, but, you know, in our hearts, we talk yes. the same language and, mm-hmm. you know, you just have to trust that you're doing the right thing and that someone will help you along the way if, if you, you know, if you could you know, get it back on track or, you know, yeah. um, just upgrade it a little. Yes.
0: <laughs> I, <Yeah>. love <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sam, for somebody who's listening to this, because this will be going out to people who are, uh, so we have a real mix of audience. We have people who are building their personal brands, whether they could be experts in their space and they run tribes and communities uh, and they have a culture that we talk a lot about around how to build a culture with your tribe and your community and around your message. We also have people who listen to the podcast who are uh, leaders within organisations who are trying to get a sense of their identity as a leader and manage themselves and their brand during this time, you know, and that can be a hard thing in a stressful time. Um, and also for those leaders like yourself in organisations, CEOs, HR directors, um, people who are head of capability or culture, um, uh, is there any other advice or insights that you've had that you, you said, um, and I know we've still got a long way to go, we're only a month in, there's still a lot to come that we don't even know is going to happen, but do you have any advice or anything for someone who's sitting there listening to this and going, this has only hit this week. I don't even know where to start with this because you're sort of a month in so yeah. yeah so we've had some time to think about um what we need to do next um, yeah, okay. and again
1: we, we've been taking it day by day so certainly at day one we we we, we know much more now than what we did at day one so, yeah. so as of today we're looking at strategy so um one of the big calls was uh yesterday stop working on your business plans Right. Because they're, they're irrelevant now. Relevant. The, why, why would you you can't continue business as usual? Um, so yeah. we've got to stop what we're doing. We've got to reassess the mm. situation. What um, what are the major risks? And yes. um, and we've identified one of our major risks is um, you know uh, stress management. Again, for our staff, you know, so we're going to roll out some training. Uh, We have to um, do some research. Um, What does success look like for those that have come through a crisis? These are the sorts of things that we're doing. This is why we need our team. We do not want to put off one person, we want to keep them all, keep them all working, keep them all busy. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we've set the foundation. Let's keep building on what we do best, and that is working together. Um, yes. Problem solving. I mean, property yes. development, um, you know, investment solutions, it's all It's all problem solving. Yes. This is no different. The crisis yeah. is no different. So let's keep working together as a team, as a tribe, as a family um, and come up with the winning solution or right. solution that's going to get us to survive. Well, and, and again, gosh. say that's enough. Yeah, what was that sorry say that yeah, again and and that is winning that is what we call winning just winning yeah
0: surviving is winning yeah yes. i love that yeah. thank you you've been so generous with your advice insights as you always are we are super grateful to have you on because you know we don't get this opportunity very often so um so you know we wish you every success through this time and um we look forward to perhaps interviewing you again perhaps down the track and on the other side to go what else did you learn i think you know, I think so many in the in the community are, are just kind of going. I don't know what to do. So, um, so your sharing of what you've learned along the way, even just even in these early stages, yeah. is super um, super helpful. Uh, if people want to connect with you, Sam, like I'm sure that oh, there's people kind of going. How do we? Where do we follow you? Like, where do you share your stuff? Like, do you have a blog? Do you have? Or if we want to learn more about the My Group, like, um, what are they best to do? Um, the, probably the best thing,
1: so I don't have time for a blog. It would be awesome no. if I did, but, um, <laughs> but LinkedIn, LinkedIn um, I love right. LinkedIn, so you can connect, connect with connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, um, we also have a website, www.mygroup.com.au, and on yes. that site you can actually pop into the uh, various companies um, that uh, that we have within the group, um, explore okay. each of the different companies. They've uh, got some amazing um, innovations um you know, the staff. I mean, connect with our HR practitioners. Uh, there's lots mm-hmm. of stuff that they also circulate on LinkedIn, um, you know, just the ideas, um, and they're all unique. Just because yes. we're one group doesn't yep. mean we do everything the same. In fact, we're just so protective of, of the, the group culture and then the subcultures within that. Yes. Uh, yeah, so um, feel free to, to connect.
0: All right. Well, thank you. I'm sure you'll have lots of people wanting to connect with you and um, and stay in touch. So we wish you every success through this time and to Michael and the team and uh, and we look forward to speaking to you on the other side perhaps.
1: Thanks, yes, It would be lovely to talk about innovation and how we've innovated. Yes, yes. It's all about support, all about the people. It's just, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just uh, keep it simple, um, step, take each day as it comes. Um, but, yeah, ho- hopefully we can talk more about innovation because that's what we're known for.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure there'll be lots of innovation. Once we're through this part, I'm sure the ideas will be coming left, yes. right and centre. Oh, and, without a doubt, you know, yes. I know what your team are like, so <laughs> amazing. Lovely. Thanks one. again, Sam. We'll talk to you again soon.
1: Okay. Thanks for having me. Bye.